it's like an enhancement of your life. So anything you may be feeling, for me at least, um, is going to be enhanced. Like if I'm like, if I'm like, it, it can depend on so many things. Like the vocation that you're in, the people that you're around. If, and also if I don't understand how I'm feeling too, like it can enhance that. Welcome to Keeping It Real. Basically, what he was saying was like, treat things with compassion and like approach things like you are that other person, right? And like, yeah. And and literally, you had a teaching of that. Was the was the cop thing before or after he taught you? The that? cop thing was before. Yeah. And then well, actually, both of them were before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, I like rethought about like I thought about it again. I was like, all right, I could probably have acted way differently in those situations, and then they would have probably gone a lot differently too, and then made the the people in that situation in those situations could have like learned from that too mm-hmm. um that's so true you could have pushed the teachings on it. not push them but like yeah as well as practicing what you learned literally teaching people that's crazy how fast like that that lesson is applicable and like spreads the f- like just treating people with compassion like i also i catch myself all the time especially in basketball like it just getting heated and like just getting angry about shit that doesn't matter you know what i'm saying yeah and then yeah. it just it spirals and you're like what am i doing you know and then you just go back to treating them nicely and you realize like the person's just another person too you know yeah when you're like in, in the heat of the moment and like especially in like situations with that guy on the train that i was talking about like um you might think that you be, might be able to act with a lot of compassion but like you'd be surprised because it can be pretty tough mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to like put you know your words into actions sometimes 100% to practice what you preach is not always the easiest thing but it's important to like what progress is is like being aware of it and actively trying you know what I'm saying like even if you don't succeed necessarily just noticing it and like looking back on situations like that like that's literally all you can ask for in life is to continue to get better at things you know yeah definitely just for like the audience let me just go ahead and explain that for sure for sure um this so the, the one where I almost got into the fight uh, into a fight with a guy on the orange line train so I was going to um, Hyde skate park and um, so I got off I got on at state mm-hmm. um, on the orange line and then going to Forest Hills so we get to Chinatown and this elderly woman walks on the train and every time like I see an elderly woman you know a pregnant woman like pretty much any I mean an elderly man like or literally anyone that I feel like could use my seat more than me I get up, or I'll literally offer them my seat. Um, I just got up, um, just started to take my seat. And then from the moment that I like, walked on the train um, at State, though, I noticed that there was this guy to the left of me, and he had glasses on, he was pretty tall. He seemed like he was kind of staring at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I, I immediately like, made eye contact with him. Um, so we're at Chinatown now. I get up in my seat to give my elderly woman the seat. So I, I, I noticed that there's uh, two seats next to this the same guy that I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. And we're in the corner. There's a seat in between us. So I go to sit down. I'm, I'm just sitting down. Just, everything's chill. Everything's normal. And then I notice something's like touching my, like, touching my elbow right here. Um, my arm right here. And, um, and I noticed that the dude's like... <laughs> He's got his, so there's a seat in between us, and then there's him. He's touching me like this. And I'm like, dude, what is this guy doing, Mark? <laughs> I just try, I just go on my phone, try to act like nothing's happening. And then he's still touching me. Like, and then we like. Was he trying to get your attention? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we go by like a few stops. Like, I try to just wait it out. He's still touching me. Yeah. I'm like, and it just comes to a point where I'm just like, Bro, would you mind? I literally say, like, bro, 
would you mind moving your hand two inches like and yeah just like no, no no i was here first like just so so aggressive and just like from that point like i could tell that like the only thing you wanted to do was fight me yeah he was just looking for problems yeah i was just like all right man you know whatever so i go to go to change the song because on my phone because i was listening to music on in my iphone thing he's like he sees the song and he's like oh you want to be that like, and, he, and then he says the n-word i was like yo what and then you're yeah, like yeah. dude i just asked you like i i don't want like we're in a pandemic and i don't want you touching me with your hands like and then you're like you're trying to call me out like what on the song that i'm listening to like what yeah and then he just keeps on talking going on and on like he talks he's talking about how like he's been like in new york and la and like hinting at like this gang activity that he's been doing and stuff and then just keep like I just when people like go off on these like tangents and stuff, I let them do keep talking because yeah. you can learn from that. And he just keeps going on and on about it. And then I'm just like, all right, man, like, okay, like yeah. I'm from New York too, like, and just like, nah, 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 and like, you're just one of you're just one of these poor Boston kids too. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, okay, yeah. I'm literally just like, okay, dude. Yeah. Like, and. Then, Wait, what were you gonna say? No, like I'm just saying, like you're probably just like, and like what else do? You yeah, exactly, exactly, dude. Because like, it's just a crazy situation. Because like, like why would you, like why would you even say any of those things? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like, you're, you're still just, like you're, speechless, even thinking dude, about it. Like, like what the fuck? Like <laughs> he was making eye contact from, with me from the beginning. He yeah. definitely saw me give you that elderly woman the seat. You give the work, bro. Definitely, dude. And so he's, he's going on about it. I'm just like, all right, man, like, whatever, dude, fine. Um, and then he, like, like, the conversation ends, like, I just keep letting him talk pretty much, but the conversation ends when um, he's like, all right, you're going to do everything that I say. And I'm like, I'm not going to do anything that you say. Yeah. Because, like, like, we both had the right to be there, but, like, there's no reason for him to be touching me. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah, I, I, one thing I forgot to mention too was the um, like after he pointed out, like he pointed out that I had a phone, like it was something significant. He was like, he's like, oh, you're gonna call the, the cops with that phone? And I was like, dude, nobody is like talking about the cops right now. Like, I was just like so confused by that too. Um, and with that, like he called me poor, and then he said that. Yeah. He pointed out. He's kind of like hinting at like him being poor yeah because everyone yeah. else on the train has a phone too and you can see like you can literally just see all the other people on the train having a phone and this is another thing with like when people like call you out on like when people just insult you for no reason a lot of the times it's because of like their own insecurities i could see that in this guy mm -hmm. um so that, yeah the, like i was saying though, the conversation ends when when he says you know you're gonna do everything that i say and i'm like i'm not gonna do anything <laughs> you say like <laughs> And I was just like, I got up, and I was like, bro, you're mentally ill. Yeah. Which, I, that was a mistake, now that I, I'm, like, thinking back on it. Because he could literally, like, pulled out a gun, shot me, and I wouldn't be here right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Could have stabbed me. You don't, you don't know what's, you know, just the fact that he was being aggressive towards me from the start, when all I did was get up from my seat so that an elderly woman could, like, sit there, just shows, like, you never know what could be going on in these people's lives, like, you know, just the fact that he was aggressive towards me like the whole time and mm -hmm. all he wanted to do was fight me just kind of like that kind of tells me that about the environment that he's probably in yeah because he's probably in if he acts like that all the time if that's his initial emotion that's probably what he's always feeling he's probably always feeling that tension there's probably like he's probably in an environment where you know people are always trying to attack him or you know there's always that threat of violence yeah um but i think he kind of looked at me did you think that in the moment like, did you have time to, like, register that in your head, or is that something you look back on now? I think that's something I look back more on now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, um, so I, I ended up, I get up after I said that, like, after I called him mentally ill. Because I wanted, what I, what I was thinking then was, I wanted him to, like, recognize, like, just think about that. And then, like, all the stuff that he was saying. And then realize that, like. You, you shouldn't be, like, rude or disrespectful towards other people. Like, I completely get that, like, he might have been, you know, like, if he, if he lives, like, in a life of poverty and stuff, and he was born into that, 
that's that's completely unfair. Mm-hmm. And being surrounded, being like surrounded by people that you know, like have phones, that like I wasn't wearing Jordans at the time, but like I could have been wearing Jordans yeah. or, or whatever, whatever it may be. All these like all these businessmen with nice suits and stuff that are probably gonna be open to more like financial opportunities than you may ever be able to um, to be open to just because of your the circumstances that you were born into. I, I get that you could be really mad about that. Yeah. Like, I get that you could be really aggressive um, just from being in an environment where you can always have to be aggressive. But then, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should just be, you know, rude or disrespectful to other people either. Yeah. Because, you know, what if I was a, what if I was a businessman, right? What if I have the financial opportunity to provide for him? What if I, like, had the opportunity to hire him? Yeah. What if I saw, what if he explained to me a situation and then I, I was like, I felt bad and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to hire you and now I'm going to try to get you out of this situation. Him being rude and disrespectful to me from the beginning, if I was that person, closed his doors. Co- could have closed that door. I wanted him to learn from that. I, I wanted him to recognize that like his ideas were kind of rude and disrespectful and that if he continues like speaking like that to you know everyone else it's not going to get you anywhere mm-hmm. you know luckily nothing ended up happening but me calling him mentally it was also a, a yeah a mistake um but what ended up happening was i after i like said that i um i sat in the same car i, I moved like a row down and then i sat in like the the next row um but I, I was like, I was kind of scared to be honest. I was, lo- I was kind of like, too. I was looking at the corner of my eye like this, like the whole, like Just every like few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and we, I ended up riding the whole train with him to Forest Hills too. Jeez. And that was like, like it was that's like, a laugh. Fucking stop. Yeah, dude. And after that, I, I had to take a train, or I had to take um, I had to take a bus to the skate park too. So that was like, oh my god. And he got on the bus I too, to, right? No, he didn't. Uh, luckily, but oh my god, dude, that would have been bad. I thought I thought he was going to. Yeah. So I was. Was he like following you at the team? You're like, oh fuck, like this is an issue. Dude, I thought he, I really thought he was going to, but luckily he didn't. He um, I don't know where he went, but I literally I literally had to just like I was moving pretty fast. But yeah, yeah. I literally had to like watch my back to make sure that he, like he didn't do anything. Um, so yeah, that was that story, and there was a lot to learn from that. Mm-hmm. Um, on both. What would you do differently now, looking back on it? It's hard to say, honestly. But I think I, w- I definitely wouldn't have called him mentally ill. Yeah. I, I probably, like, if I could go back on it now... Was that a, was that necessarily out of anger or just confusion about, like, while you it was kind of, It was kind of both. Yeah. Because the way I was thinking about it was, like, like, look, like I just gave my seat up for an elderly woman, and then here you are trying to touch me, and, like, you're all you're trying to do is fight me yeah he literally said like do you want to come outside you want to come around the corner and fight me i was like no like <laughs> just gave my seat up for an elderly woman and i don't yeah. want you to touch me because we're in the middle of a pandemic like that's that's all it is like um i mean if going back on it now i probably would have like talked to him about like i don't know if he would have been able to like comprehend it but like because it because it's a hypothetical like circumstance so it'd be kind of weird to just be like what if I was a businessman? Like, yeah, what if I yeah, could provide yeah. for you financially? Like, like <laughs> that was exactly you know what I mean. <laughs> like, so I don't know what I would do differently, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I maybe I. Would I mean, shit. You can't really look back on it like that. Yeah. What happened happened. The way it happened, you both learned from it. Hopefully, maybe yeah. you'll run into him again one day. Who knows? Yeah, dude. Oh God. Hopefully not, man. If you honest. did though, what if he's a different person? You saw. Dude, him, I like, hope, dude. That that'd be like. I hope he's a different person. I hope he, like, if he is in, like, poverty, or if he is poor, like, I hope he gets out of that. Like, I genuinely do hope he gets out of that. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, no way, like, no one deserves to be in poverty. I, I like, I'm empathetic towards people, but then uh, that, that empathy stops when, like, you try to fight me, and that's the only thing you want to do. Yeah, I get you. Protect yourself. Now yeah. tell, tell people about the, the, the undercover cop story. Yeah, so <laughs> that one's kind of embarrassing on my part, but I'll I'll go ahead and say it anyway. So um, you don't have to if you don't want. No, yeah, yeah, because it's important. Because like, like some like I'm embarrassed too by like the fact that I call that guy mentally ill. But then like, I'm I'm gonna be truthful about that because like people can learn from that too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe someone else watches this and then they like act differently. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, I 
So I was um I was at, over at Government Center. Um, there's this like five stereo that I wanted to hit. Um, like because I like scooter and stuff. Um, but anyway, so there was this uh, what I thought was a protest going on. Um, but it, I could tell like I've seen like the, the like the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff before, and I've seen like the, um, they've had like protests um, for like individuals who have been like wrongly imprisoned and stuff and. It, it wasn't one of those. I've seen like a bunch of these protests where like the where these people like hold up these flags, and I, I never really have known what it's, what it's been like about until this point. But um, it's always something different. It's always and it's yeah. always something like you don't even expect. It's like stop the war in Armenia, and you're like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Like, why is that here? And like, I get it because you're just trying. They're just trying to spread awareness for everything. But at some points, you're like, how does that even correlate right now? Yeah, you know? but so so I, I'm looking at this rail, and I'm like, oh damn this. I, I thought this protest was like I thought this protest was like going on. I thought it was a protest, so I was like, alright, this protest is going on. I gotta be respectful. So I, I went like five hundred feet away, um, and then I'm hitting this other ledge, and apparently I was being pretty loud, and I didn't really know how loud I was being at the time because I like, had AirPods in, which was my mistake. I like, I'm responsible. For that. I gotta take full responsibility for that. Um, so this guy comes over to me and he's like. They were making a lot of noise, man. Like, would you mind leaving? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, um, what's going on here, man? Is is like a protest? Um, and he's like, No, like, we're spreading awareness um, about the war in Tibet. And I was like, Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I, all right, I'll go ahead and leave. Um, and he was like, He was like, Yeah, all right. Like, yeah, you're making a lot of fucking noise, man. Like, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, All right. You, like, I literally just explained to him that I wasn't aware that it was yeah. about, like, the war in Tibet. I was like, okay. and yeah, I, The conversation I, was already over. There was no need for yeah, something else. Yeah, And I literally said I was leaving, too, like, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Where? <laughs> cool. And he was like, he was like, yeah, you fucking dickhead. And I was like, fuck you. Because, <laughs> like, I said I was going to leave. Yeah. You yeah. know that I didn't understand that it was about the war in Tibet. Like, and if I knew that, then I wouldn't be there. Yeah. Like, you know that. So, so then there's no need for you to call me a dickhead, and then also you fucking ruined your point. Yeah. Said that you were a dickhead, and then, dude, after, after he calls me a dickhead, he comes over to me, like, leans over my shoulder, and then he's like, I'm an undercover cop. It's a great impression you just made. I'm like, okay? <laughs> I just told you I was gonna, I said I was gonna leave, like, three times. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you're, you said, you Did he ever prove that he was an undercover cop? No, no. I just left after yeah. that. He could have been lying too. But <laughs> Probably fucking once. Either way, like, I, you, you said that I was a dickhead, and then you proceeded to be a dickhead. Like, yeah. Dude, this is why I don't like... It's just law of attraction. They're putting out what they are, bro. Yeah, this is why I don't want to... Like, this is why I really try to like avoid insulting people, because when you insult people, a lot of times you end up... like. It's what's inside you. Yeah, exactly. You just show what's inside you. Yeah. But there's a lot to learn from that too, because I didn't have to say fuck you. Yeah. And if I didn't, then he would have leaned over my shoulder. And then if he is an undercover cop, what if I see him again? Like, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen if I see him again now. I don't know. Um, there's a lot to learn from that too. Um, luckily in neither of those situations, like I just got out of like out of it. Like nothing really happened. You know, who knows? Like, what if he was an undercover cop? What if he was going through like a really tough time? Like, like what if his wife got divorced? Like. One of his kids died or something. Like yeah, you never yeah. know. Like he could have just he, anything. He, he could have just tried to arrest me. He could have tackled me right there. Like who knows what could have happened. Like you don't know what's going on in other people's situations. Which means like you you really gotta like show compassion. Like really, really actually like try to do that because there can be consequences if you're like I always I used to think like oh, I'll just like all right, I'm just gonna be straight up with people. Like if I like feel a certain way about something to a certain extent I'm gonna say that um and I'm not gonna just like try to hide what I'm feeling and stuff like I, I would have done that to a certain extent but I wouldn't like at the same time I wouldn't go too out of my way like I, I'll, I'll be like I'll say like I would have said like fuck you like I said that I, I told that dude that like, he was mentally ill yeah that I felt like that uh, that way at the time so I said that like I'd put a certain filter on myself but I'd also like tell people how I was feeling and now I feel differently because, like, even if I may feel that, maybe even if they are in the wrong, 
I want to feel a lot better if I am if I do what's right, and I show compassion. Mm-hmm. Like, I there, there was no need for that too. I just I just looked at a negative situation and then I just put more negativity on it, making it a worse situation. Yeah. Like, like for with that dude in, in on the train, like could have just got up. Like if I didn't comment me or anything, I could just got up. Yeah. Mocked over. Like I nothing would have gone on with your yeah. or like that. Like I wouldn't have been as worried for like him to as worried of him like attacking yeah. me if that happened. And if I didn't say fuck you to that guy, I would have just walked off and I would have just been like, all right, man. Like I would have been in the right in that situation because all I all I would have said was, all right, word, I'm gonna leave. Like yeah, I wouldn't have been in the wrong at all, and I would have felt like I think I would have felt a lot better if I had done that too. Yeah, and that's part of when that dude uh, Christian explained to me. Like, he's, um, he told me about how, um, he, like, kind of, like, took that same, like, path in a way. Like, he, he's, like, been in gangs and stuff, or he, um, he was able to make it out of that. And not only that, he apparently never drank at all, and never smoked, like, at all. And I, I kind of, I told him this, like, it seems to me, like, the way that he, like, gets his, like, high or whatever is, like, a natural high. Yeah. Like, he gets his high by, like, showing compassion to others, especially in, like, situations where, like, they may, like, act negatively or they may, like, not be in the right. If he's, like, the bigger person in the situation, you can get a mental high out of that, and if you do that every day, you're going to feel a lot better about it. And you're going to feel a lot better about yourself, and that's going to make your day better. It's going to make your life better. You're going to be able to, like, have, like, a lot, like, more like happy perspective on things, you're gonna be able to show more compassion. You're gonna have that like, you're gonna have like, you're gonna be positively mentally affected to the point where you you can probably be like compassionate in all those situations. Um, and also too like, he saw he told me about how like he's seen like people go down pretty bad path with all that stuff, and I think like I've seen people go like I've seen my friends go down those paths too. Um, like drugs and alcohol like it's kind of like like I don't look down on people for doing that but then also just like too much of anything is a bad thing too um moderation is key and you can really put like shackles on yourself with with those things right like all religions and stuff like that and I'm not trying to bring this into a religion discussion I'm just saying like they all talk about how their sins or their bad and they'll bring you to hell or they'll bring you to bad like whatever bad space and I just think it means like stay away from it because it will keep you trapped in a bad mindset you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah yeah oh hold up we're back phone call got a uh, technical difficulties because I got a phone call and storage is full but we're back talking about drugs and alcohol talking about how they we, we've seen people uh, lock themselves in their own cells with it and not know how to practice moderation and shit like that you know but um, what I was kind of ta- getting at in terms of religion was like I think people like the message is like you can use it and you can live with it. It's just gonna keep you in a trap mindset. It's just not a life you could be living. Like you were talking about that natural high. Like I really that's also what I was talking about up, up in uh, or down in the fourteenth lounge was like I felt like I was on that natural high over the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like feeling yeah. all that love and like it wasn't like I was approaching people in bad situations. It was just everyone I was treating with I was treating with love and like it was just getting reciprocated I was receiving so much like like we say about putting out insecurities like the same applies for good energy you know if you put it out it's gonna hit you like a truck like I'm gonna tell you like at Target one day like I was working there over quarantine and one day like it just clicked like I was just being nice to everybody just feeling good like one day it just clicked bro like something in my brain like literally clicked and I thought I was tripping out like I literally thought I was like I was like dude am I like on something right now? Is something wrong? Like what's going on? And like people, like there was people who I was working with and they were like, I would be friends and know them face to face. They're open to me, up to me about like depression, like open up to me about problems with their mom, problems with their family. And like, I was like, what is happening? Like, I felt like a beacon of light, bro. Like I literally felt like the light. And then that's when I like, I got motivated to start the podcast and everything. Cause I was like, shit, dude, I could do this like and help people. Like, and I could show that, 
it, you don't have to be special, bro. Like, I'm just a kid. Like, you can, you just gotta be nice to people, you know? And, dude, like, I'm telling you, like, and I'm, I'm really trying to get back to that point this summer, but, like, it's possible for anyone. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't involve alcohol and it doesn't involve smoking and shit. But it could. That's the thing is, like, it could. Because, like you say, in moderation, like, there is something about, not so much alcohol, especially for me. I get it for some people. It helps them, like, loosen up and talk to people and get through, like, the awkward part of conversations. But I don't really have a tough problem with that. But, like, the thing with smoking is, like, it keeps me, it keeps me, like, it gives me that 10,000 foot perspective. Like, lets me look down on my own life, you know, and, like, address things from a, a different party, you know. And that's, I think, is important to keep in check with all of it. Because then you don't get too out of hand. I think when I was sober throughout the summer, I started to get, not too out of hand, but I was getting too, like, I wasn't looking at it from a new perspective anymore. I just felt so, like, confident in what I found that I was like, this is it, this is it. Like, yeah, not yeah. listening to people really as much anymore. Whereas, like, when I started smoking, I was like, whoa, 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 slow down. Like, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. So I think that's where that comes in for me. But alcohol, it doesn't, it doesn't have a place, like it is fun like it is fun for people it is it helps people loosen up and shit but like i don't know it's all about how you use it it's all it's all definitely tools. yeah it's like a, people say like weed's like a hammer you could either build a house or you can knock yourself on the head a hundred times you know and like i think i pride myself about when like when it comes to smoking like i still get shit done like i still keep my grades up i still do a podcast i still youtube channel i still play basketball I still work out it like I try to keep all that shit up if I ever if something ever was going down because of smoking I'd stop smoking immediately yeah. you know what I'm saying like it doesn't take a priority that's how it's gotta be too I mean with both of those with both like drugs and alcohol um to a, to a certain extent it is kind of like escaping, escaping your reality mm. um but it can also bring value also mm. especially 100%. with like with smoking I feel like the way I look at smoking is like it's like an enhancement of your life. So anything you may be feeling, for me at least, um, is gonna be enhanced. Like if I'm like, if I'm like, it, it can depend on so many things, like the location that you're in, the people that you're around, if, and also if I don't understand how I'm feeling too, like it can enhance that. Yeah. And I can really like, if I like, don't know like, if like, if I don't like exactly know like what I'm doing wrong or something, or if I'm just like feeling some, some weird kind of way, I can, like, recognize, like, oh, so this is what, like, that's the problem that I was so, like, concerned about. I can really, like, realize, like, where my fears are, where where I'm, like, scared of, like, failing in, like, and then where I need to, like, the most important part is where I need to put more effort into. Yeah. That's the most important part, because you can smoke your life away, like, literally, mm-hmm. and then, like, you can smoke all I've the seen, time. I'm currently watching people do it. You know, I've seen people do it. I'm watching people do it. People say weed's not addictive. That's the most incorrect statement I've ever heard. It's the personality that's addictive. And then if you give them weed, they'll get stuck in it, you know? It's a learning experience, I feel like. And then with both, is if you if you just use either of them to escape your problems, that's definitely not the way to go about it. I feel like you need to just put more effort into solving your problems. Helps you address them. Especially, especially, yeah. Because... If you just use them to escape them, like that's not, you're just gonna. It's still there. Yeah, you're just gonna go further down that yeah. hole. You're not gonna like. You said something interesting to me when we were walking. How like fear, you like fear is good. Whereas I'm a big person. Like fear is not real, and I don't believe in fear. And like I don't think you should fear anything. But you've like fear has gotten me where I am today. And yeah. It, 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 like kind of explain how you you use it almost like respect almost. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. So like, so when I was having that long conversation with Christian, he kept on saying, you know, it's scary, like, it's really scary, like, he kept on saying that, and I didn't really understand what he was saying at the time, but looking back more on it now, I, I kind of see that, and especially looking back on my past, too, like, I used to be in a, in a, like, mental state where, you know, I became, like, I'm gonna be completely honest, like, I became, like, so depressed and stuff, and I just was down in, like, that hole so like I couldn't like get myself out of that and you said it runs in your family so it, it like it's not you it's literally your body you know? yeah and then you know the thing is I was feeling so much fear and like anxiety and stuff and I was feeling all these like all these negative emotions you gotta take that like I was a lot of it was like I was so afraid to like 
do all these things that I wanted to do or just like try my hardest and stuff, then I wouldn't even try at all. And that's mm -hmm. definitely not the way you do it. You're supposed to, the way I see it is, you know, if you fear, if there's something that you're fearing and if you're, especially if you're failing, like if you're fearing losing in something, that's just more, more motivation to try harder. Yeah. And that's the reason why I've gotten to the place that I'm at now. And I don't know if I'm saying I'm where I want to be now. This is just the beginning for me. But in terms of like depression and stuff, I've gotten like farther than I've ever gotten in just a few months. Yeah. And all that That's is because awesome. I've recognized my fears and then I've put more effort into lessening them mm -hmm. and then getting myself into a place where I want to be because of that fear. That's awesome. That's good to hear that you've gotten out. A big thing you said was when you were taking medication and you really read what like it was doing, read into what it was doing to you, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I feel like. This is me from my outsider's opinion, so I know it's not necessarily, like, credible, but I notice kids who get on medication, like, the plan is just to take the medication. It's not yeah. to get off the medication. Yeah, and that's, like, the same thing. Like, I was kind of, like, that's the, that's what I was, the vibes that I was kind of getting. Like, how long are you expecting me to be on this for? And also, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, when I was, because I was on a pretty high dose of that because of my circumstance, but... There was a point where I literally couldn't love anyone. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't love myself, and I had no love or compassion whatsoever for anyone else. You could have, like, someone could have literally killed my parents, and I would not have felt like anything about it. And I, like, even in that like terrible mental state that I was in, I was still able to recognize how fucked up that was. Yeah. And that alone, like, that made me want to like Get stop out. that. Yeah. Like that made me want to stop taking that. I was just like, dude, what's going on? And then also just like the fact that you can like get like erectile dysfunction from that. <laughs> it's just fucking insane. Dude. People will kill themselves over that. That's funny. It's just like too much. No, 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 it's, yeah. It it's just like, no, literally though. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's like, you what are you doing? Yeah. You're like, just hurting your body. If I kept on doing that, like, and if I, it's like, let's just say, let's just say that happened for someone, right? What, like, what mental state are they going to be in when that happens? Like, even if they've like, been like some like possibly mentally like now you're taking pills that. to get your yeah up what too. it's like, like what, the what? Fuck? now you're just a bunch of pills like you're just literally like, you're just yeah. a robot infused with chemicals yeah and that's why i think the best way to get yourself out of like problems and stuff is through that fear and stuff i think there's mm -hmm. a lot of value follow fear in fear for oh, sure man. the way you put it makes sense the way i use fear is kind of like people run away from fear Whereas you're not even saying run towards fear, but you're saying like respect the fear, follow the fear, like use it as a lead. Like it's there. It's always going to be there and use it to push you and stay away from it. You know, I respect that a hundred percent. And like, that's so awesome that you've come off of all of that and like yeah. you've done it or organically, you know, and you've done it sub like the way it was crazy is like, you're the poster child of get like kind of getting out of it and stuff like that. But like, it's still seen as wrong because you didn't take the medication. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. so crazy to me that how easy you could just get a prescription. And then people were like, yeah, it's just going to take my energy level lower. Like, it's just going to make yeah. me feel less energy. And I'm like, dude, is it though? Like, and also, what does that mean to everything else about you? You know, it's, it's just, I feel like I've seen people's personalities alter. Definitely, dude. My personality altered so much. I was a completely different person then. And I, I like, looking back now, I kind of hated who I was then. Like I was, it was crazy because I would, my like happiness and stuff was altered so much. I would literally like make a meme or something or like watch a funny video and I would laugh at that for the whole entire night. I would just come to school the next day, like sleep through the day. <laughs> like, oh God, dude, I don't know what I was doing back then. Like, How old was were you around this time? This was, this was recent. This was like senior year of high school. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did the pandemic affect all this? Ah. Uh, I was still like, well, actually, um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird to like, because some of that is just like, uh, like my mind just like takes out like memories yeah, and yeah, stuff because yeah. it was like kind of dramatic and stuff. Yeah, if it's traumatic, your mind blacks out the traumatic parts of your life. It doesn't want to remember those times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was still like doing most of this stuff that I was like everything was like, everything was like chill and stuff. But then um. Like after, uh, well, I wasn't sure at all. Actually, I don't know why I said that, but um, I was like in school until like once the pandemic hit. We were out of like everyone um, took school 
um, like on through like Zoom and stuff like that. So it was just all like we were just at home and stuff. Everyone was at home, and then I got into a lot of bad habits then yeah. too. Like then I just to be honest, I kind of started like drinking and smoking my days away and stuff. That was not the way to do it at all. I've learned a lot from that now. Um, and that's like why I kind of have like my views on like drugs and alcohol now. Like I, like I mean like do it every once in a while, but like that's not like I don't. I don't want to like drink my life away and stuff yeah. like because I've like been there and stuff like that. I just don't. Hundred. Do you think that COVID overall like catalyst your change though? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean yeah, definitely in a way. Cause it kind of it forced me into this position where I was I had to like if I didn't do like if I didn't like take myself out of that situation, it was only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to go back on though with the like the antidepressants and stuff. Um, like the the way that my personality was like changed because you brought that up. I think that's a really important point. I was a completely different person. I would literally like, like I would just I would either be sleeping. I would literally sleep all day and then like, or I would just laugh so much and I would just do. I would literally like fuck with people. Like I it sounds fucked up, but like, like I would fuck with people and I would think that I was just joking around. And you're just playing around. Like I wouldn't even be able to like understand that. I don't, yeah. know if, I don't know if that's because of the state I was in. Or because I get what you're saying, though. But I would literally, I would, like, I was, like, you were feeling like, emotions. Literally, like, I couldn't recognize where I was wrong. Like, I, I would just, la- like, I would either be laughing all day with my friends, and, like, they, I kind of, like, they, like, enjoyed that. But they also, like, and I also recognize, like, recognized that I was in a bad place. Like, even though, like, on, like, on the surface, I was, like, so, I was so happy, and I was just, like, this, this fucking, like, this kid that just jokes around all day and laughs all day and like sleeps all day but like it wasn't it wasn't right like it, yeah. it changed my person that would be the point where like for some people I would literally like fuck with you like for no reason like I wouldn't even yeah. know some of these like people and stuff and like I would just like oh god I, I look down on myself for that but like you I learned though. from it though you I can't learned like that's it. how you are who you are today yeah and dude like it's so impressive cause I've you you've you seem to always have had a, like a third person view on your life. Like you've always like you've just been aware. Like you were saying, like you were aware that you didn't feel emotions. Where some people are caught in that. Like I don't yeah. know. It's a difference. Some people think that way, and some people don't, and can like see. Like it's just basically on if you address how you interact with people and see yourself as a part of a group, or like I don't even know how to describe it because. It's like some people are in their head and like they are their mind and they only see their perspective and they don't think about other people's perspectives at all. And like, and then it just causes a lot of anger and annoyance for themselves because they start thinking so self-centered and not in a negative way, but it's like all they can think about is them. Whereas you like, you're like, dude, I can't feel if this happened. I can't feel if that happened from someone. And what does that do to them? Like, it's impressive to have that mindset even at like your lowest points, you know? Yeah. And that's like part of my like personality too, I guess. Um, so that dude Christian, mm-hmm. he has um, an INFJ personality on the Myers Briggs scale, which is really rare. And yeah. Only one to three percent of the population in the world have that personality. Um, and I have a similar personality. We both have the mediator personality. I have an um, an INFP personality, um, which is four to five percent of the population. I think that's why we were able to connect on such like a deep scale. Um, but then I also think that's part of the reason why, like part of um, like part of my like research and stuff or whatever on that on the INFP um, personality is that like you see you try to see both sides of things. When are you? Do you believe in astrology? Yeah. When are you born? Um. So I was born June sixth, two thousand two. Do you know what your sign is? I don't even like I haven't looked into that stuff too too much, but. You should get co-star and just put your stuff in, and you'd be surprised what it can say. Cause I'm like I'm like I, cause when he was first like, when he first told me like, oh, I have an INFJ personality, I was like, kind of questioning it. But yeah. then now that I'm finding out like, cause when I did the Myers Briggs thing, like, it like I was surprised on how much it was like. What's true it called, about Myers Briggs? Yeah. I just want to pull up because I want to do it after. Yeah, but like I was actually so surprised because like so much of it was true about myself. Now I'm just like more open to like. Myers Briggs personality tests. Yeah, dude, you should definitely do it. Oh shit. Cause it's actually, I think it's pretty accurate too. Choose your type. 
word. I'll definitely look into this. Um, I, I'm a deep believer in astrology. I won't. I won't judge people based on like. There's some people who are like, "Oh, you're this. We're gonna be this way." And I'm like, "I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm gonna just be like, oh, 'Oh, you're a human. I'm a human.' <laughs> we, we connect. We connect. If we don't, whatever. But when I every time like later on in relationships, if I look at like my astrology or whatever, like it just always is right. Like it. I don't look at it to predict, but I look at it to reflect, and I'm like, wow, that's exactly how it is. Like, yeah. One big thing for mine and being a Libra and whatever my other two big ones are, um, like, it's that you keep the justice, like, you keep the peace, you see both sides of everything, and, like, I could agree, people always get into arguments with me, not arguments, but, like, debates and stuff about that, about anything, and, um, I tend to see both sides of it, keep talking about it, and it gets to the point where they're like, whose side are you on? And, like, it said, like, sees both sides so well that you're seem indecisive when you're really not you just have like i dude i just let my opinions change like i don't get set yeah. in a way like if someone corrects i don't know like if someone gives me a good enough point to believe their way and stop believing my way i'll switch i have no yeah, exactly like, i have no like pride in like my answer you know what i'm saying like i'm i just want to be right i don't give a fuck if it's what i say or what you say if it's right it's right you know and i can really feel that with like whatever the stars had planned for me or whatever you know yeah but i don't know too much about astrology to be honest but i also i think like people's opinions can change so much and this is something that like a lot of people don't seem to understand like my opinion on some on like a me like a very controversial topic could change literally tomorrow based on some like based on a conversation yes. based on some information that i'm like seeing from a credible source or something like that like your opinions can change a lot faster than like you might think yeah i agree and it's really good to be open-minded too because you probably don't want to have the same opinions for your whole life yeah if you like especially if like your opinions can like improve in a way too like you you might see more value in another opinion than you're continuing to have that same opinion like throughout the whole way if you want to be the best version of you you have to take the best version of every situation you know yeah, yeah so I totally agree with that and like I've been learning that a lot. like a big a big way I got to where I am in terms of like mentally and spirituality and stuff like that was being the student <laughs> oh shit <laughs> being the student of ever talking about student of all yes a big lesson I the way I got to the like to be who I am today I had to really practice, like, approaching everybody, assuming they have a gift for me, being a student of all, being, not having any set, like, perceived, like, connotations and stuff like that, and I, I got to this mindset, and then I believed I was right, so, like, once I got to the mindset, after using that, I was like, oh, I found it, I don't need this mindset that got me anywhere, but, like, then I got stagnant, and then I got frustrated, and then I'm, feel stuck, and I'm like, what, like, what am I doing? And then the way, and then I literally went to, oh, you got there by like listening to everybody, not having perceived or not having like set opinions, not having set beliefs and just taking ev- like literally listening to everybody and trying to believe in anything. And that's how you got here. Go back to doing that. And I've begun to begin like doing that again. And I've, I'm on my way back to that mindset I've had, you know, and like what I mean is I used to go to Christian like Bible studies and talk to them and try to learn from them and see if maybe I could get into literally approach every time I talk to a Christian and and be like there's a good chance I could leave this and believe in God I would think that way every single time because like I want to give them that chance to try to persuade me and then I would leave with so many beliefs that like so many beliefs and so deep rooted in myself because I allowed myself to try to get to that point of understanding and then continue to go on and pick it up from someone else. But then I got to this point where I was like, oh, I know, I know something. And then I would stop listening and like I stopped going out and approaching people like that because I wanted to teach them something. Like I began to believe that I had it and I needed to teach people where that's not right. I'm never gonna have it, you know? And I'm never gonna know, no one's ever gonna know. But if we just continue to act, if we just continue to approach things and learn like, there, it literally is limitless what you can believe in and what you can find. And, th- and then literally my philosophy class, that's my schedule for that. We were talking about Socrates and how he's always questioning people to find beliefs. And 
I, I asked, I was like, do you think he already has the pers- like the answer he wants to hear from people? Or is he, why is he questioning him so much? And he's questioning for himself. And that, that literally clicked to me. I was like, dude, like you just need to go back to questioning everything. Like that's how you got here. That's how you're going to stay here. And that's where I've been. And like a big, I really just a big thing for me in conversation is listening. You know, like people always ask like on the podcast, they're like, how do you talk to people for so long? And like, how do you. Like, how do we do this? And it's like the silence, it's the listening, it's the space in between. It's not, it's not formulating an answer in your head. It's literally absorbing everything they're saying and waiting for what response you're truthfully going to say is going to come at the end of that, you know? Yeah. And like, it just took me a while to find that, found it, lost it, and now I'm trying to find it again, you know? Yeah, that's usually what I always try to do. I always try to like listen and talk less and, you know, learn more Mm -hmm. from what other people say. And then another thing about um, being open-minded towards others' opinions that's really important to to understand is that um, you know it may be difficult to to realize this, but if you were put into, into different circumstances, and this could literally be like the place that you live alone, like that could be the environment that you live in alone, and that could completely change your views on things. Like I've met really, really nice people, and I'll just give one scenario. Like, I met this really, really nice kid at the skate park. Like, he was so cool and stuff. But then I saw him like repost this Confederate thing, and that goes against my values, to be honest. Um, he and then he said, "Oh, like, you're <laughs> to talking." To be honest. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't like I can't deal with it. I don't know where Massachusetts. Like some people like believe like believe those in those values and stuff. Yeah, like, it's not it's, it's not common around here that's kind of still some fucking radical ass views i would hope so but um <laughs> but like he was so nice and stuff he i could tell that like he was a nice person but like some some of the some people that believe in views like that they may not believe in views like that if they were not raised yeah in, in, from people that have believed those views i always i always ask that what like there's some people who grow up in shitty homes but think for themselves and have better opinions and then there's some people who don't think for themselves at all, but were blessed for having like good parents with good opinions. And I always try to figure out like how how is someone either born with the ability to free think and not like what creates that? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if it's taught or if I don't like. There's this comedian Bobby Lee I love, and his dad would was horribly racist, would beat the shit out of him and his mom and his brother, and just this horrible person hate like. He almost didn't, he didn't talk to him for a year or whatever because he thought he was gay. Like, crazy shit. Like, absolutely ridiculous shit. And Bobby Lee's like, you take time to reflect and sit by yourself and you, and you think, like, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Like, they're just, that's what, how they feel. Like, they, and then he's like, but I, he's like, how come some people don't take that time to think? And I don't know what it is. Like, I've honestly, I've been thinking about that the past couple weeks. Like, yeah. what is it that allows people to think that way? And what is it that keeps people from thinking that? Yeah, and a lot of times it's because of the values that they were raised yeah. in. Um, but then it's crazy too because you can like be raised in values by someone with that, like racist values, for example. But then you can be like completely anti-racist too. Yeah. It just, I mean, it, it depends on a lot of things. It depends on your personality. But you know, I I feel bad for people that are raised. Um, it's like if you have that third person view or not. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely. how you had that third person view. Some people just don't have that third person perspective and are very in their body and mind you know what i'm saying because i know people like that who just like can't see outside of themselves and they're self-centered and it's not a negative like that has a negative word because it means like oh you only care about yourself but what i guess self-centered is is like you really only see the world through your own eyes whereas like you were able to see it from other people i've been able to see it from other people i've also been blessed that i have parents who've taught me this way and I also thought that way growing up. Like, I had a combination of it, you know? But then there's some people who just don't have parents who will teach them that way, nor do they think that way. Yeah. I always try to be really thankful, too, because the other thing is, if you were raised, if you were the same person that you are right now, but then you were raised by different parents, you, things can be completely different. Mm-hmm. Or especially if you were just com- if you were just born someone else. Yeah. And that's why that's another reason why I always try to have compassion for people cuz like what if I was born yeah. as that guy on the subway who tried to fight me instead? Like 
how would I have looked at it? Like, you know, maybe I would always be aggressive towards people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's why I always try to show compassion too. And I'm really lucky to like be raised exactly who I am, be put into circumstances exactly like the way that they are and stuff. Even though it's been really tough at times, mm-hmm. I, I'm really thankful for you know who I've been able to be today because of the way everything has gone up until this point. That's awesome. That's dude. Like the best feeling is to be thankful because then like there's it. People say there's this thing, the upper limit, when you keep looking for things. Like, things can't get better, but you still feel like they can. But when you're thankful, you never get past that moment. You never, like, yeah. dude, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so thankful to go to bed. Like, I'm so thankful to sleep. When I wake up, I'm thankful I woke up. I'm thankful for a shower, my hot shower. I'm thankful for being able to work. Like, every little thing I always think about, I'm like, damn, it's a, I'm happy as fuck right now. Like, this shit's amazing. I can just do what I want. I like I'm a kid in school doing what I want, you know. Yeah. And it's just thankful for every breath, down to the littlest things, you know. Yeah, because you can literally look outside and then there's like hundreds of people. I mean, probably just in this like two or three mile radius alone, it's just like all they get to, all they do is just like heroin and stuff. Yeah. That's all. That's a, their whole life. That's what their whole life has become. Like they're people too, you know. You could have been put in their situation. I don't. But I wouldn't necessarily say I believe in re- reincarnation, but I try to like try to consider it at least. What do you? What do you? Do you believe in fate? You think there's like a design path? Um, not really. To be honest, like I'm not really like religious, but um, part of the reason for that is because I wasn't interested in it as a kid. Yeah. And then my parents kind of like forced it on me, which was like okay and stuff. Like so it I pushes you away. But that really, really pushed me away from it because every single time I would like go to religion, so I'd be like, "Mom, like I'm not interested in this. Like, I, I kind of hate this. Like, they're just like forcing me to do it for all these years, and I'm not even interested in it. Like, you're giving me no value there, and that's why I haven't been like too open to it. But there's been like signs too, like, so I'm I'm open minded to it, but I I couldn't say that I'm like religious now. I don't go to church and stuff. Do you actively search for, or do you have a belief system? Like, do you, like, in terms of death and in terms of, like, what we're doing here and stuff like that, what created it all? I mean, not really, because it's hard for me to, like, I always want to try to, like, know that something's, like, true right for a fact or not. Yeah. I mean, the, what bothers me about all that stuff is that I don't, like, there's a possibility that, like, in terms of, like, heaven or hell, for example... Like, what if someone just made that idea? What if someone just made that whole idea? What if someone made, like, all, all like... Uh, no, I completely get you. Like, There's no proof behind it. And then that's why people, like, gravitate towards science. And then they don't believe in anything. Yeah, no, I don't want to be that way yeah, either. Exactly. So it's just like, I don't know what to... Yeah. I, I've found a combination of science and spirit. I, my beliefs are so uniquely mine that when I try... And my mom always would tell me this because I'd ask her to explain her spirituality to me and she couldn't because it would diminish it and like when I try to explain things to people it diminishes it for me and it becomes less for me so I've come to a point where like I just live my life practicing my beliefs believing what I believe and if someone asked me or if someone was looking for help looking for guidance I would definitely tell them what I have what I've found but I would never I never try to explain anything to anyone like me going to them because it just diminishes it for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's really just something like, I think what I have to say about spirituality and religion is there is something there. There is an answer, but it's yours. And you're going to find it and you're going to feel it. And it's gonna, it's, you're going to have that moment where you're like, this is fact, this isn't fiction. And there is a like belief to it, but it's yours. No one, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's yeah not you can't like force you, it on other can't people. make a a church and have people gather and try to practice exactly what you feel because it's yours it's your world it's the way you perceive it it's what you saw it's what you felt and you can have people similar to it and then like that's where i guess religion comes in but at the end of the day it really is uniquely yours you know yeah i mean my dad's brother is a priest and you know recently he asked me on the phone if like i've been going to church recently and i just like i had to be straight up with him because i always try to tell people the truth I was, because it just creates problems further down the line, further down the line. Mm-hmm. So I just told him I'm not religious, and then he got like pretty upset. Like, really? I think he almost kind of cried and stuff. He seemed pretty like angry, and he said like, 
He said, can I be honest with you? Like, your parents were, from my perspective, like your parents were too lenient as you as a child. And I was like, all right, okay. Like, I didn't say this, but like, what am I supposed to do about that now that I'm not like 18, about to turn 19? Like, if you really saw that as That's a problem, then that approach. yeah, then you probably should have done something about it. And another thing too is just like, if you want to live your life based on these beliefs, and if you want to dedicate yourself that much to it that it's literally your whole entire life, I respect that. And I was trying to be rational with him, and I, I was trying to make it clear that I respect that. But then you can't for you can't force people to live life the, live the way that mind. you want to live life. Mm-hmm. You gotta let people do what they want at the end of, end of the day. It's interesting he tried to push it on you because, I mean, I guess a lot of people see Christians and Catholics and they're like, they're so pushy. They're always trying to put it on me. But the ones I've had relationships were, with are kind of like, you'll find it. You'll yeah, find exactly. him. Yeah, exactly. And you'll make that relationship with God. And I think about that a lot. And almost in a way, I, like, I, be- I, I like that they let me find it and they let me do my thing. But, like you said, like, it still does feel pushy in a way. Like, you're going to find what I have. Like, you don't have yeah. it yet, but you're going to find it. And, like, one time, I talked with a lot of kids in, um, little, like, gatherings and stuff like that. Like, I've done podcasts at Bible studies and stuff like that. And we've talked about it and stuff. And I remember at the end of one, I was like, you guys want to hear about, like, what I believe in? And they go, nah, we know. Like, we know what it is. And I goes, all right. Yeah. Like, then I guess I don't want what you have. Because if you think you know, then, like, I don't want to be like that, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of values in different religions. Not not only, like, Catholics, but, like, just religions in general. Like, it needs to be updated, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, a lot of these values were literally created 2,000 years ago. Like, you need, like, you don't, you probably don't want to continue to live the way that people were living 2,000 years yeah. ago now. And it doesn't really make sense to do so either. But someone has to make a change to actually like do this instead of just like you know talking about it or just continuing mm. to live the same way just because that's like what's set in stone. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, or I'm a big follower of Buddhism and Taoism, which are Asian religions, and I believe in them because there is no leader, there is no person you preach to. It is everything is equal. There's like this flow of the universe. There's this ins and out, the cause and cause and effect of things, the yin and yang, and it's applicable over time and it adapted over time. And it's just like principles of the universe. And it's not necessarily like this is God. This is what it means. This is what you have to do. This is what they did. This is what you're going to do. It's like, this is how we felt about it. This is how we saw it. This is our beliefs of that time in the universe in all of time and it just stays applicable for me you know what i'm saying and that's why i really have gravitated towards that yeah but yeah someone's gotta put it all together i mean i don't know because i think i think religion's meant to look at you're meant to look at it metaphorically it's not to be like taken so literally you know i think people think of those stories and they're like oh that's how it happened that's how it is that's how i'm gonna preach it you know whereas if it's kind of just like no, that's a story of that time trying to teach you principles that you could apply to stories of this time. Yeah. The things that concern me, though, are, like, the the way that it works a lot. That's what concerns me a lot more. For example, um, priests uh, aren't supposed to get married and stuff. Yeah. If, you, if you're not supposed to, like, if there's, if you're, if you're just supposed to just, like, not address your sexuality at all and you don't have the option to do so... I think that's very problematic, and there's yeah. been cases that it's been proven where like priests have become like they've like raped children and stuff. That alone really goes against like that should go against Christian values so much. <laughs> yeah. that you should be so concerned on that to where change needs to be made because that has happened multiple times. Yeah, and people joke about like that stuff, like, but it's like you need like something needs to change yeah. because of that because that's a serious fucking problem and that's gonna affect <laughs> people's lives literally for the rest of their lives that should go yeah. against your own values so much to that like it's the crazy. point where you need people to turn a blind eye to some shit yeah you like, can't what just you turn doing? a blind eye to it and just because this is the way that it's worked for thousands of years doesn't mean that it should be the way that it always works especially if it causes really serious problems mm. agreed I couldn't put it better 
and yeah like those priest issues happened here in boston like that shit's close to home and it's crazy that people like just turn the eye to it and continue to practice it yeah i mean like the thing that i always get frustrated with this is why i don't like involve myself in things sometimes like for example politics i don't pay attention to politics whatsoever to be honest because i don't like both sides i don't like people seem to be like so one-sided on a lot of things my way my way is always going to be right like this is the only way that i'm going to see this your side is completely wrong i'm not going to i'm not going to do anything to see your perspective or see it you know if there might be even if there might be some truth to it i'm just going to do things my way because this is how i feel about yeah, it yeah my way is right like my opinion is my opinion and then your opinion is wrong and then that's how it is it's fucked up and social media has done it the, i don't know like it's the idea like you see what you want to see on the internet now makes you feel like you have these group of people who all believe in the same thing and it's the right way and it's so effed up because the way like america works is we've taken ideas from both sides combined them to make ourselves stronger and better and we're at a point where we're just clashing everywhere it's just ridiculous like we need to learn how to work together and like a a big principle of the universe for survival is adaptability and like if you're not going to adapt to the people around you the environment around you you're going to die like you're going to you either sink or you swim you know what i'm saying and we need to start working together to swim we're just dragging each other down drowning each other right now yeah i mean like the the, the thing that concerns me the most is like a lot of these problems that you can see in like history and in the past and stuff if it, is, if it just keeps happening, there's something that needs to change there, especially if it's a really serious problem. And sometimes politicians and stuff can be so concerned with their own personal gain and their own political gain that they only do things based on that. And they don't focus on, you know, what's better for society, what would be better for the people, especially in these certain situations. Um, and that's just so concerning to me. And I think that part of the reason why they do that also is because th- they're just put into a system where that's always, where it's always worked like that. You have to just work this way because everyone's going to always work this way. And if you try to act differently, it's not going to work for you. And that's just so concerning to me. I don't even want to involve myself with it at all because yeah. it just, it's just stressful. And to be honest, like, you know, what if I, like I, I could vote and stuff and like, this is you know, an unpopular opinion. But I don't really believe my vote matters very much because of that. I want to change the system as a whole. I don't want to. I don't want to change just the the president. I don't want to change like that. I want yeah. to change. I I, 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 like, I hate the system so much that I want to change it as a whole. I don't. Like, I don't necessarily think it's the system, and I do agree with you on a sense that your vote doesn't matter so much in the presidential level. But when it comes to local voting, that's yeah. Very that's important. that's and what that's, I feel like. That's, that's where the changes can affect you. Yeah, because people are so concerned. Like, oh, like when I when people when I say I didn't vote for the president, everyone just like, I, I people look down on me for that. But it's just like especially in mass in like certain states where you're like, oh, it's blue every year. Oh, but it's then, red yeah. every year. And then the same people just won't vote for like the the smaller like the local issues that that you have that like way more you. impact on yeah. that affect you way more than the president. And both a lot of the cases like both sides like in terms of the presidency like both presidents like both candidates like both runner-ups can be be like there are a lot of bad aspects about both of them you can directly quote Biden on like racist things that he said and that goes against my values so I'm not going to support him and I cannot vote for him for that reason I will not do so and that's just change too but I gotta show you a clip from um this movie I just watched and it was saying how presidents are just the biggest followers of people you actually don't have followers of presidents they say what you want to hear. And then it's a clip of Obama in like 2006 saying, I don't support gay marriage. And then it's a clip of Obama on his campaign in 2008 saying, I support gay marriage and yeah. I push for gay marriage. And it's, they just tell us what we want to hear. They don't exactly. Get, exactly. Honestly, when we get to an older age, I think the candidate that's going to stick out is someone who has beliefs and believes in them. And honestly, I'm looking for, my next vote is just going to be for someone who has beliefs and believes in them themselves and pushes that way you know yeah exactly. i'm just so sick of being told what i want to hear them getting an office uh, office and then them doing what they want to do yeah i mean that'll, that's kind of the same way that i look at it too and hopefully i think you know like hopefully things will change and then with this next generation because this next generation seems to be a lot more focused on like you know the personal aspects 
and like the the bigger issues like this like I mean there's literally been like riots and stuff like with all the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff I mean there's been like huge protests every year but on this scale too and the fact that all these young people are participating in all this you know all these movements for change I think it could be you know a lot different when it comes to the politics and stuff like that for the future generations I mean I would hope so at least yeah I gotta show you this YouTube video you're gonna enjoy it's pretty cool but this was good this is a good talk this yeah. is very, that's good points people need to hear treat people with compassion and listen to other people <laughs> we, we forgot how to be human being you know yeah. it's crazy people just stray away from it because we're caught up in this world of isolation and technology right now and it's tough and uh hopefully we could get through this covid stuff relatively soon and start to get back to normal life and appreciate each other's presence you know i really just miss being around people yeah me too um we wrap this up you got any final messages any words you want to say um I mean, that's kind of, that's about it. Hopefully, you know, maybe I can be on the podcast some other time to explain more of that conversation that I had with Christian, because I think a lot of people can learn from that. For sure. We'll definitely do more podcasts in the future. Yeah, word, word. Peace out. Peace.